Welcome to Positive Living Through Philosophy. I'm Dr. Mary Mitchell, here to share some ideas on the power of persistence in using positive thinking to live a life that we love. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, Our greatest glory is not in ever falling, but in rising up every time we fall. Remember when you first learned to ride a bicycle and how wobbly you were? But with diligent effort and consistent practice, the next thing you knew, you were all over the neighborhood. Perhaps you had that same kind of experience learning to play an instrument or tennis. Some of us still have that experience learning to use the latest upgrade to our cell phones or iPads. Every activity starts with an idea, and every so often it pays off with hours and hours of practice. You know, every dream or goal is a bit like that. I think it's true that we're, we're never given a dream or a goal without the means to make it happen. But clearly, there are some dreams that come through my mind that, at age 76, I tell myself, just sit down and let it pass. Luckily, my passion is in psychological and philosophical and spiritual growth, and it takes a lot of practice, not just a few hours here and there. Wasn't it Emerson who said that a life is not meant to be manifest by cowards? The truth is, if we're really wanting to do something and we persist, we are supported by the universe. Persistence is defined as a quality that allows someone to continue to do something or trying to do something, even though it's difficult. A friend of mine, his name is Baron, he still is, <laughs> he is very creative. And over 20 years ago, he started a solar panel business in his garage. That was way before it was popular. Finally, when he was tired of just getting by, he applied for a big job and was hired by a large solar company in Southern California. Well, he lived half the country away, and the story of him moving himself that, difference, that distance would make a hilarious movie. But he did it, and he moved. And two weeks after he started that job, he was fired. Now, contrary to past experiences, he told me this was just too bizarre, very bizarre. For all he went through to move there, being fired could not be anything other than a gift. So he focused on it as a gift. And a few weeks later, thanks to someone talking to someone, he was invited to fly to fly to Arizona for an interview with the largest solar company in America. And after being interviewed by five people, he was hired at double the salary with more benefits than he could ever imagine. Plus, they paid his expenses to move this time. What great news. I was so glad to hear that. But what it took was holding on to a goal with persistent faith. I remember listening to NPR, and they had this story about grit. It reminded me of John Wayne in the movie in 1969 called True Grit. Now, here it was becoming a new buzz phrase in the world of education. You got grit? Some schools are beginning to see grit as a key to a student's success, and just as important as a teaching method like reading and math. Grit is defined as persistence, determination, and resilience. That's something that drives one child to practice a musical instrument for hours or years on end, while another quits very quickly when they reach a difficult point. Thanks to John Wayne, grit seems to be a very American trait. 
to pursue something against all odds. You know, while research shows that grit is a better predictor of success than many measures, it is hard to assess and it's difficult to measure. Teachers are working to create a classroom culture where struggle and risk-taking are more valued than just getting the right answer. Students are encouraged to study people who've been successful, but not until they've made many mistakes, since mistakes are a normal part of learning. Steve Jobs comes to mind. He used his many mistakes to help discover new options for his ideas. In the book, Living the Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes remind us, reminds us that there was never a you that ever existed just like the you that's here right now. Nature doesn't duplicate. It only multiplies. So to retain a realization of our connection with nature, there's a doorway through which our mind must pass, and it can only be opened by us. We find the entrance to the doorway through inspiration, whether it's in nature, during meditation, just sitting still and looking at nature, or maybe doing art or gardening. To open the door takes mental work along with heart work that includes patience and persistence. Another aspect of persistence is faith. Faith is a mental attitude that is so complete that it recognizes no opposition. Embodied faith is so strong that the mind can no longer deny it. In the philosophy of positive living, faith is a belief in the presence of an invisible principle and law that directly and specifically responds to us. Holmes taught that the only secret is the persistent ability to use this thing called the creative process, how it all works, how our mind and our beliefs and deepest, deepest desires come to pass at times. The natural law in the universe. And until we prove it to ourselves, well, we can say, yeah, maybe. In science, it's called the field, a field of energy which permeates anything, everything, and responds to our thoughts and beliefs. So we do not let up, give up, or shut up until we feel our faith, that point where we know that we know. Now, as Dr. Holmes wrote, we must climb over the rocks of unbelief, pass around the barriers of doubt, and plunge into the stream with faith. The stream will widen and the barriers will gradually disappear. At those times, when we walk through the plains and the valleys of indecision and doubt, when we plunge into the stream of faith, the stream will carry us back to the ocean of our being. How beautiful. And so I close with an Emerson quote. Our greatest glory is not in ever failing, but in rising up every time we fail. So put this to use today and every day of this week, and I promise you will be pleasantly surprised in many ways. And so it is. Until next time.